0: Good morning, or, yeah, the other one, but might be morning where you're at, I don't know. So this evening's uh, Dharma Talk is titled Surface, surface and Depth, S- Surface of Something and what we call depth, they're going below. 20,000 leagues under the sea. Depth. As a generalization, uh, when working with consciousness or training the mind, uh, Shikantaza meditation, shini and lakhtang, shamatha vipassana, or all the other kind of awareness practice that are out there, many of them. The idea there here, as I understand it, is to get some depth in, in the situation rather than just Uh, wander around uh, on some kind of surface interesting and uh, accessible in terms of the conceptual overlay that is on that surface. And necessary. Provisional teachings are very necessary. Most of the world is on the surface of uh, what's called uh, materialism, psychological materialism, Philosophical materialism, material materialism, scientific materialism, spiritual materialism, trying to use the relative truth to squeeze out some kind of success story around getting somewhere, getting, accomplishing something. The spiritual path is also quite full of that in different ways, in different situations. Dependently risen causes and conditions are arising. This is pushing on pushing on that, pushing on that, modifying everything and making everything appear like you can control it. Appear like, if you could just figure this out, <clears throat> it's like the the mudra in the East is meditation, sit down, hold still, train the mind. The, the, the mudra in the West is, uh, I like to say that it's uh, like uh rodin's thinker it's like hmm what is going on here fundamentally and then not go into the fundamental part other than insofar as conceptual constructs and so on will allow you to this is all over the place it's all over all the schools of buddhism are there's all kinds of discursive thought i'm not saying that it isn't valuable or even helpful Uh, differentiation between different ways of looking at uh of the uh, deeper aspects of understanding, sometimes called shunyata or emptiness. Uh, First turning, second turning, turning, third turning, or elementary school, middle school, and graduate school. So, interesting thing about this particular idea of, surface and depth, is in order to in order to actually go into uh, the mind with some kind of uh, attitude of, what is this? This is the attitude of an explorer. What is this? They might say, where is this? But as you're on an inner exploration or journey or extending your awareness in such a way to f- see what things fundamentally are, you may have the feeling that you are on the surface of it because uh, that's what it feels like to not get anywhere. It's like looking into a deep forest with a path going in, and then the path starts to decay and fall away or become overgrown. What is that? Well, it certainly isn't a path. So that's the way it might show up to you in terms of your awareness. Not so much maybe as uh, your intention when you begin. You may uh, early... Stages of meditation practice, or uh, studying as a Buddhist uh, student of Buddhism, student student of the Buddha's Dharma, uh, may have a lot of provisional aspects to it. Understanding the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, the Twelve Links, and the Chain of Existence, the various uh, ideas about consciousness being in terms of realms. So sometimes, uh, when you sit down, and if you're practicing Chikantaza, which you may be doing other practices, I'm not here to convert you into anything, you need to do something else, uh, you'll know. It. If you if you don't need to do something else, I wouldn't bother. So there's no propaganda particularly, but you're here. So and I came up with a topic, I usually, in order to give a Dharma talk, which the hardest part of it is just, what am I going to say? What should I talk about? I'm always talking about the same thing anyway, as uh, has been pointed out to me by mm, quite a number of people. And I've even asked, uh, some people are quite disrespectful to the elderly and would say so why do you keep talking about the same thing over and over again and i say because you didn't understand what i said and i have said that they don't bother to come back and say well how do you know that because they've already realized they're kind of in territory they're not sure what's a plant what's a rock what's a bird what's a duck what's a mouse and what's an alligator and that's dangerous But if they were to ask me, I would say, (laughs) and I probably would snicker, I would say, um, because I can see you don't know who you are. You're operating out of who you think you are, and it's obvious. So what's being recommended by this old guy is train your mind, simply put. And how you do that, you may need to do creation completion practices and say millions of mantras, I don't know, perhaps or you uh, might need to leave this kind of teaching altogether and go to something else. You should do it. You should do whatever you need to do. But if you're hanging around here, what I'm saying is uh, sit down, a very simple, radical, minimal form of awareness practice, sit down, hold very, very still without being rigid. And you don't have to sit there. You don't, it doesn't have to be a macho, you know, tying yourself up in knots or uh, sitting in the full Lotus or something like that. If you, if you can do that, go ahead. But if you can't do that, don't force anything. Even sitting still should not be forced. This is based on doing this for about 48 years, not about something I read in a book. I don't think I've read this in a book. Sit down, hold still, observe the movement of the mind in its radical form. It's in, in just a basic movement of the mind. And it takes a while, because at first there's quite a few overlays about, about, about. Something's actually moving, but instead of seeing what's moving, uh, we actually are seeing the variation, various uh, attributes or commentary that is floating around on the top of that, uh, masquerading as uh, the movement, masquerading as a fundamental identity of that. And so seems to be necessary to do a lot of it. Uh, and it seems to be necessary to be able to handle or receive uh, failure, because the kind of success that we want is uh, is uh, um, promoted by the self-centered mind. The self-centered mind that we don't really realize is uh, is imaginary, is an unreal uh, aspect of consciousness that demands that that might not be the tabletop pounding demand, but just a very subtle kind of wanting something else. Wanting. The second noble truth of the Buddha is, uh, why is there a first noble truth? That life is suffering or distress or dissatisfaction. Malcontent, however, is we want something else. It's a very simple way to say it. But if you look at it, you'll notice that no matter what shows up, it's not exactly right. We want we want something else. But I didn't want, I like, I, 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 I realized you were trying to give me what I wanted, but I really wanted it to be more this way or this way,
1: or now that I have it,
0: now I see, and I'm not, uh, I'm not saying everyone is doing this and I'm uh, endeavoring to be a little bit corny. It it is like that. If you look, uh, look at anything that happens, anything you want or anything you desire, anything you're about to receive, notice how the receiving part starts to get eaten into the actual openness of receiving, of giving it your attention and being kind, being polite to the um, respectful to dependent origination, which is giving you this incredible situation we call a precious human birth. You, you can't just uh, wait in the station and, and get a ticket and say, I think I'm going to go in the human realm for a while. I'm sick of the hell realm. It's hot down there and painful and people are trying to torture each other. I'm being a little silly, but I'm saying you, you, we don't know if we could do this again or if we'd even want to. But while we're here, uh, you, I highly recommend that you treat everything that happens to you as a, as a teaching and teach, uh, treat everyone you meet as a teacher. This doesn't mean you have to like them. I don't like my history teacher. He was a dork. I mean, an actual dork. I mean, I'm talking about in the 1950s, they were actually dorks. It was a name we used then also. It's always interesting to be on Zoom and uh, and notice who's smiling and who isn't. It's like, I actually can tell uh, if you're spaced out thinking about how you're gonna pay your mortgage, or if you're thinking about, I really, really, I'm gonna go and listen to Susan Piper talk. She's a, a lot more interesting than this, this old dude. So could be true might be true probably is true so surface and depth so surface a depth needs to appear a surface so it needs to needs to it's going to appear that way rather than push depth push down so you uh, try to go into something deeper uh, you know I'm not saying you may not something may show up that would be helpful or supportive or help with your understanding. But it seems to be necessary to just look at the surface because that's where the laminations are uh, hitting. That's where the stickiness, the Velcro of uh, preconceptions, of ideas, of projections, that's where it's headed. And that's what we need to see. We need to see that. You don't have to get rid of it. You don't have to correct it. But you, ha- you have to see that. It seems. so all it seems here. It seems like you have to see that before it loses its... It's tether, for it loses its uh, its uh, stickiness and starts to slide away, and then you see what it was covering up. You begin to see more and more of what deeply, more more depth. To use those relative ideas. Body, uh, a few minutes ago, you said
2: something about you don't know who you are, but who you think you are. Do you see who
0: we are? Yes, I do. I see. see. Exactly. I can tell you in a couple of words. Not
2: separate?
0: We're not separate from anything, anywhere. That's the, that's the description of it. And if I <laughs> were to use a name, I, I would say Buddha, awakened. Everyone is awake. Nothing has ever slept. Complete misunderstanding. Everything is completely awake. So if we saw who we
2: were, or if we knew who we really are, what would change?
0: Nothing would change. Why would, would we, it need to change?
2: Would we stay here?
0: we probably moved to Vermont. I'm <laughs> being silly, but what, what do you mean? Say more. Sounds like a serious question.
2: If we don't see who we are, it feels like we're missing something. Yeah. And how does the idea of missing something not become spiritual materialism?
0: Well, it might. What do you want to know?
2: How do, How can we tell that we have realized who we are?
0: Well, you won't be able to tell if you've realized who you are.
2: Well, then how Why do you, you get? See, huh? How do you? How can you see it?
0: I'm, I don't claim anything. I'm a I'm a Dharma teacher. I don't I don't have. I had a position on it. I couldn't do this. I'm way too. I'm way too uh, happy with my wonderful state of being. My narcissism has not gone anywhere. It does not go. What is unreal does not need to vanish. You just have to see that it's not substantial. And then so nothing changes. And wherever you're at, you're perfectly content, you could say, to use a relative with wherever you're at. You're even content with how you feel. You're no longer concerned with whether you feel good or feel bad. You notice it. You might notice a change in temperature.
2: What about the suffering in the world? Are you content with that?
0: Good question. I'm not at war with it. It's dependently arisen. Suffering is dependently arisen, so not to be a war. But receive that, continue to receive the suffering of others. Difficult to do that. And in that area, uh, that's what your activity is about. I mean, even though you go out and shovel snow or you might go have a sandwich or watch a movie or watch the news, the fundamental uh, motivation or intention is to be with all things. Go ahead, Toji. Uh, yeah, Toji, bowing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
3: Go ahead.
1: You me? I, I I'm not sure how to say it, but uh, the suffering in the world. How how are you? Witness, how do we? How are we witnesses to that? Without pulling back. To uh, affirm self that needs protection, and you know the suffering yeah, is overwhelming. It
0: is. You might have to do that. Don't don't set up standards. Everyone's causes and conditions are showing up in different ways. You might realize your true nature and never teach at all. There's there's no there's no guarantee of anything happening. And and the most important thing that you can do that any anyone can do is to be aware. And if you're aware and you're no, you're no longer operating out of some kind of an agenda, even the agenda to be with all things is a, is a complete agenda. In other words, uh, the, the vow to be with all things, also the one who, uh, the bodhisattva, he, she, they, who are on this path at some point sees there's no one to save. There's nothing to be done. But we still have the, we still receive, we still receive what's happening there. So relative truth, absolute truth are not separating from each other anymore as they were, might be, in the philosopher, the psychologist, uh, or the Buddhist practitioner who is still uh, uh, working with progressive stages of some kind.
1: Toji Bowen. Yes, sir. It seems like we have to pull, or I have to pull back. One would have to pull back into separate self. Because of a reaction, natural reaction to so much suffering.
0: So that's a statement. Do you have a question?
1: Yeah. How, how do you realize no separate self without um, being utterly overwhelmed by yeah. the suffering in the world?
0: It's the um, it's it's the without part of the question. That is, uh, you don't need to do it without. Just include everything. Include the suffering. A lot of the suffering that we see is our projection. There's still suffering, but a lot of it is, is that. Just receive it. Do the best you can. Don't don't overdose on anything, but don't look away. This is when I say, don't believe it, don't disbelieve it, don't look away. It's a, it's it's called the middle way. Not too tight, not too loose. Go ahead. You have a question? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Kozan.
4: Can we, or is it um, possible to see the difference between motivation to fundamentally help versus motivation to get out of our own suffering about the suffering?
0: Yeah. So what's the question?
4: Sometimes you say, what's your motivation? No. So if it's a scenario of you know, difficulty in your own home or of the world. Can you tell the difference between motivation to fundamentally help or motivation to get out of our own pain about it?
0: Same thing. It's only about being aware. It's not about not being that way or not trying to get out of your own pain. It's a, it's dependently arisen. You actually ha- don't have any say so about anything. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I think it's, We don't really have the control. I mean, I can reach over here and I can pick up this striker and I can put it back uh, and I can have some coffee. We have some kind of say so, but it's very, very low level and very um, and and quite often we use that to kind of affirm that, well, if we can do that, we must be able to do a whole lot of other things. Uh, Probably not.
4: Slightly different. Go ahead. Correction. Um, you said surface versus deep, and you said look at the surface. I you, do. Al- you also talk a lot about deep consciousness. I do. Is there a way to stretch the perception into deep?
0: Mm, the deep? The only time I use the word stretch is when I'm when you sit down and do chicken that you're actually somewhat it could be experienced that you're stretching the awareness a little bit. You're putting some tension there so that you can just observe what's moving rather than take what's moving and abandon what's moving for what you think about what's moving. So you're, you're stretching, you're creating and and some kind of creativity happening there by way of intention. I'm intending to see this. And a lot of it may be seeing how you can't help, but be distracted. You continually be distracted off into daydreams or, or nightmares for that matter.
4: How can we explore deep consciousness by working at the surface?
0: Well, that's the only way you can do it because it's a polarized situation. You can't, anytime you go into, uh, so, I mean, we when I talk about deep consciousness where we're doing something to move that into uh, a realm that there's no other word for it other than deep, but we start out with the surface of it and we, we treat it as a relative situation, which it is not relative, nor is it ultimate. That's Those are misunderstand. Those are meant to help us. But it's just like uh, crutches; they work so far until you're healthy, and then who needs crutches? They're, they're, they're props. And The meditation cushion, your the teaching, is a prop so that you can train your mind to liberate yourself from this, from samsara. It's, this is called a spiritual path, and it and it you may have to, uh, in your own consciousness, may have to leave everything, even the vow. The uh, bow is still a path quality. The Buddha is not on a path, although it said the Buddha is still working on himself or herself somewhere. Further questions out there?
5: Anyone? Yes, I'm buying. Uh, Yu Hong put a question in the chat box. She asked, "You yeah. said everything or everyone is awakened? Question mark or both? Question mark?"
0: Yes. Everyone is awake. Is it the question?
3: You, Sorry, you said everyone, and you also you said everything,
0: yes. or just everyone? No, everything. Everything. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, if you if you look at a tree long enough, it'll start preaching the Dharma to you. To be to be very literal about it, everything's preaching the Dharma all the time, everywhere. And it's not only that, it's saying it in Mandarin.
3: I have another question. Uh, how do you detach from your teacher teachers in a way to discover on your own at the same time, be humble to rely on the three rules? Bye.
0: Don't don't detach from the teacher. No, you, you need to. If I'm very biased. You need a teacher. I, I would be dead if it weren't for my teachers. So, I mean, you could say relatively, I owe them a lot. But ultimately, I don't owe them anything. I'm, I'm not separate from my teachers, and it isn't some kind of magical feeling that I'm somehow coincident with uh, with a, a Tibetan Lama and a, uh, a Zen monk. But you don't have to detach. All when, The way I talk about attachment is just see the way in which you're attached. Just look at the attachment. And then, if you need to, if through your, through the causes and conditions that arise as you hung or your family or your whole dynamic, if you need to, if that needs to be released, it will just release. It will just, because it takes opposition, takes polarity for the, for the, for that kind of chain, that kind of prison to continue. That's why if you push on something, pull on something or shut down on it, it will persist because it reacts to any kind of activity towards it that establishes some kind of otherness it's called warfare that's why i say don't go to war which is easy for for people to understand but when i say don't go to peace that might not make much sense but take no position if you take positions you just contribute to more tension and more warfare this doesn't mean you're blind to uh, the good qualities that some people have and the very uh convoluted difficult and warlike or cruel tendencies that other people have you see that you, you see all of that clearly but you don't abandon that for what you think about it or how, the judgment of those situations if you see somebody who is intensely suffering uh they are not the blame they are, they are there's no direct blame happening there it's dependently arisen that doesn't let anything off the hook. Everything gets on the hook. Uh, as the way I say it is everything. You're responsible for everything that happens. Not not to blame, but you're responsible. You need to respond to everything. The ability to respond does not mean blame. Big misunderstanding. The reason I asked
3: the question is- of, of teachers or teacher now rude I see <laughs> the pictures really. uh, pictures of yeah. the, the pictures behind yeah. you, so that's why I sort of have the, the thought like you know how we could not be how I cannot be like attached to the form of teachers well I,
0: like,
3: physical form So by.
0: let me say this uh I think it's necessary to have some structure some, path, quality, and this ancient formula of the Buddha or the teacher, the teaching, what is being taught, and uh, and how do I characterize the teacher? Someone who is not nuts. They're not. They're. They're. And they. They don't want anything from you. It's not. It's not merchandise. It's not uh, transactional stuff at all. The the teaching person just gives. And if of course if you don't help the teacher, then they won't be able to do that very long but they just give they don't charge a fee necessarily unless they do i'm not saying some people don't charge fees they're not bad and the and the teaching is is the teaching of uh, the uh, of buddhism of awakened truth of buddha dharma awakened truth and what is that awakened truth everything is dependent arisen. There there's no solid situation being or beings anywhere and uh everything is impermanent or collapsing coming apart every all all, all all relative truth is all compounded things are going away or just disappearing going back into the elements and collapsing sometimes called uh, uh, what's that called fancy word for that
4: collapsing into the elements yeah dying <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doesn't matter so uh, and then, and everything is a uh, suffering, everything is uh, unhappy, discontent. And then everything is without a solid center or self, everything, every person, every rabbit, uh, every uh, jackdaw, everything is without a center. It looks like the illusion is that things are operating uh, in some kind of central fashion. So if you are concerned about being overtaken by some kind of a, you know, authority, uh, from the teacher or from the teaching or from the community, uh, then, you know, I mean, if that's really a concern for you, then I, would, I wouldn't do this. I would do something else. Find something else to do with your life that you enjoy. or you, you're, not, you're not required to do this. I don't require it. So I'm happy to be friends with you and never function as your teacher. And most of my life has been spent, spent that way, actually. <laughs> Only recently have I. Do I show up in this uh, uh, form? So I, I don't 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 misunderstand. Uh, I'm not saying I want you to go away. I don't. I think you should stay here. And if you want to ask why I have these pictures here, why there's a an image here of the of a carved wooden Buddha that actually came from China, obviously a couple hundred years old. It's, they're just reminders. We need some kind of a reminder to let us know. I come in and I I come in and I bow. this altar before the screen even comes on and i recite the refuge formula so to remind myself of what i'm doing here i'm here to help others if they if they're in trouble they need help then this is a way of relating to it but some people don't want to do this most people don't most people don't want to sit down and do nothing look at a wall and some kind of radical form they want something they can get into and do a silver mind control or Um, psychoanalysis or a therapy and i'm not against any of those things 12-step program please do that do whatever you can do to to relieve your your distress or your difficulty things I'm i'm not marking marketing this particularly but if you ask me i'm going to say the way it looks here having worked on this for several decades train your mind so that you see yourself you don't get your authority from anybody Like uh, my teacher, Kobachino Roshi, once said, get your own authority. I had no idea what that meant. And then I I did understand what that meant. And what it is, is there isn't any authority. But that doesn't mean that you have some kind of relative freedom to just go out and kick everybody around, take advantage of people and cross uh, the natural hierarchy, the natural boundaries of other human beings who are endeavoring to live their life bye mm-hmm. further que- any further questions out there have some time you, Bally. yes junchu
3: i think you use the phrase see more deeply yeah what what does it mean to see more deeply
0: Belly? when you notice as you're going along when you notice that something you thought was the case starts to Crinkle or come apart or peel away or drop away. You don't have to peel it, but when you notice, just by looking at it, just your awareness, you just notice that 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 was just not true. So you begin to see what was behind it, and quite often, what is behind it is fear. And that fear may not have a hold of you, but you might see the energy of that of being upset about not knowing. This is there are stages uh, uh, meditate path of meditation where. This kind of fear arises, and what do we do with it? Well, if you've got a teacher, you can get some help there. I certainly did. I was terrified when I started this path, even though before then I thought I could do it myself. I spent 12, 13 years reading books on Buddhism until I met, until I met this uh, the Chogyam Trungpa. Not
3: done bowing. Yes, done is um my intention uh, to deepen my practice a misunderstanding of the path
0: no, no it's just uh, a word just a um, word just a word deepen just a word go ahead go ahead please go ahead
3: of like of going from going through into deepening my practice so it, is rising like a sneaky form of materialism of, um, of oh, I've got a very deep practice now, like the you know, self attached to that. Um,
0: Are you writing how, a book? Are you writing a book about it?
3: Kind of, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, knock it off. I mean, can I
3: ask, is that a good idea or not it's a picture pictorial book so. no
0: good well, um, go ahead
3: how can I skillfully um, deepen my practice
0: you're doing it you're living in a monastery you've been here for what, a couple of months two months yeah been here for a month and a half or something like that and just continue All the, there's lots of forms here uh, if you if you do all of the forms that are available, you won't have much free time. A lot of it is sitting meditation, chanting sutras, studying the text. We study something every single day, well, sometimes several times a day, plus a lot of sitting practice. So you're you're in the ideal place, as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm just saying I don't know. Doing the best I can to create a help to create a space with your help and with other people, other students, to create a strong practice environment. So we so it's. So we have a way to actually pra- practice this. This is very difficult to do on your own, to b- by yourself. Uh, Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, teacher, teaching, community. Very important, all three of them are important. The one is usually uh, not emphasized enough is community. Further questions if you have them, please.
3: a couple of questions from YouTube.
0: Go ahead, please. If you can the read them. The
3: first from Christopher Smith. Okay. Is highly sensitive a thing? Could you speak on it?
0: Um, well, since you're on YouTube, I'll try. I usually just want a direct question rather than, uh, I mean, I'd almost have to say, oh, my next Dharma talk is going to be on highly sensitive. So um, let's see do you have a question about that what i mean i'm highly sensitive and i can point out several other people let's see just every damn person i see is highly sensitive (laughs) in in some way or another where some some aspects of our mind are really really just about terrorizes and sometimes our mind seems to be fine but then situations outside of us seem to terrorize us those are not that separate you begin to discover that through the sitting practice of meditation, through a strong, simple, direct awareness practice, we eventually begin to see. It takes some time, and as the Nagarjuna said, in the a couple thousand years ago, uh, you may realize uh, uh, enlightenment, and you may not. Fantastic sense of humor he had.
3: You bowing a uh, question from Terry Perrin
0: Terry
3: is something collapsing when not knowing bowing
0: could be i'm not sure the context you're coming out of there Terry but yeah the 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 structure of the walls of the mind as it says in the Heart Sutra, without walls of the mind, uh, w- without the any structures that keeps anything intact as far as identity of, of self and other. So could be something is collapsing. That And just watch the collapse. Don't repair anything. Nothing needs fixing. What you're, as I've said, Many times I don't mean to be fancy about it, but what you're, what you're looking for, what you're looking for, you're looking at. It's just that it's there's a lot of laminations of ideas and hope and fear and right and wrong and up and down, back and forth. And all the conditioning that you've been getting ever since you came into this realm.
5: Geez, I'm going. Yes, Did sir. You said most of the suffering we see in the world, we're projecting onto it. What? What is that suffering that we're projecting fundamentally?
0: Uh, so it can happen. Uh, one of the ways in which that's happening is because you're not separate from anything. So therefore, if someone in uh, Utah is suffering. I'm not saying you are the, the structure of uh, dependent origination is going to drag you to Utah and, you know, make you be uh, the. The. All the, the leading edge of all the nerve endings in that particular situation but it, it, but it's fundamentally suffering. it's fundamentally distressed and uh, and just put upon by by other, the otherness that we believe in. So at the same time we, we tend to do that in an individual. We put that word, simple way of saying it is if you're really having difficulty yourself, Uh, one of the ways to reduce that even if only a little bit is to blame someone for it. So if you're having, if someone is coming along and they have acted in a certain way or done something that triggers something in you that is not, uh, that you're really not aware of, but that starts rushing up, uh, it's difficult to, to um, have, have a a response, be responsible. Those are your feelings. They're not, they're not somebody else's. So that, that kind of situation can be happening at the same time because of the mix-up, the basic mix-up, which is we think there's something else. The, the basic mis, uh, misunderstanding or mistaken identity is the is to think there's something other. I mean, to think there's a self too, but just think we start with this, but eventually it's it's the otherness that is the uh, the final trapshoot. And here we're using, you know, we're using all kinds of concepts, but it's good. Uh, I, I just think it helps if you can, if the, the questions can be as direct as possible. That way I can listen to that and I can be as direct as possible back to you and fundamentally uh, help you with, uh, with your uh, awareness uh, mind training. Sent you bowing. sent you
3: does our basic fearfulness cover something up
0: Bowen. so the the, the emotion of the feeling of fear is is what comes out of uh, looking uh, at the at that there's no fundamental support there's no fundamental uh, um, Uh, There's no, there's no reference point there. So we're looking into emptiness, looking into no self, no other, looking into that, into the void without any teaching, without a teaching to help you, without some kind of understanding that when consciousness or awareness looks at us with no teaching, it, it, it goes yikes and goes back into the illusion of a self because it got a little bit of relative protection there. But so you need mind training, you need not only this is coming back to Yu Hung's question, you need a teacher who's done this. And and if the teacher claims they've done anything, they're probably not a true teacher. The t- teacher can only teach if there's students. So it's it's always mutual. There's no teacher who teaches all the poor, helpless students. So so what happens is that fear. Uh, we 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 work at it, work at it, and then something breaks down or some kind of uh, walls of the mind start to, to fade or become uh, uh, less uh, uh, less um, obstructive. And we start to get some kind of a glance of uh, a true nature of this situation, which is which is empty. It's not the final situation. Emptiness isn't some concept where everything is uh, some kind of nihilism that has a spiritual. uh echo happening. But that's part of the path is to begin where that starts to collapse and break down. So that fear, then we we get back into, we, we retreat back into some kind of uh, what relative safety of, well, at least I know who I am. Well, maybe I'm meditating too much or you know, maybe I need to take more Prozac, which perhaps you do. I'm not here to argue with Prozac or Wellbutrin or any of the other Chemicals. I, I don't, don't know anything about them. I just think it might be good to try to work without those if you can, but maybe you can't. Further, Senshu?
3: Senshu bowing. Yes. Is there any way to become more tolerant for fearfulness or more comfortable?
0: with it I I think uh, there there may be ways I don't know about but it looks like just repetition and you can't ever repeat anything nothing happens twice Uh, but it sure looks like it so just come back to the cushion come back, come back, come back to the practice Uh, come back to your son come back to your husband, come back to your teacher come back to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha over and over and over Uh, as a saying uh, in the Ancient times, I go for refuge to the Buddha. I go for refuge to the Dharma. I go for refuge to the Sangha. I vow to be with all things. Those are the refuge vow and the bodhisattva vow in a few words. And That's what we do. And that's what I did before I sat down here tonight. And I don't just do it rote. I reflect on what I'm saying. Yuhong, did you did you Hung have a question? I saw her name pop up. Yuhong, do you want to tell me what the question is?
3: Sure, Yuhong, darling. Uh could you say one more time about the difference um, between empathy and compassion again,
0: please, Yeah, I'll try to. And I, this isn't uh, the final word on it. I'm not working for Webster's, so I don't really know uh, for sure. But using those words, I use them, you use them, and the way it looks is empathy is when you you, you can resonate with somebody's feelings and you feel sad for them and you, you empathize with them. And so simply put, and you know, you're not actually having that feeling, but you might even tear up a little bit as you see them go through their, their sadness or whatever. So you, but sometimes that can be a little bit of a empathy can have a little bit of pride where you're, you know, you're, you're actually not doing so bad yourself, but they're doing terrible. So you have a little bit of sympathy that is a, has a little a look kind of looking down on them. I don't think it's harmful. But quite often it's missed. Quite often, people in the helping professions are in the helping professions of, well, to help people, but they also want to be a person who's helpful. They don't, they think they, they like that feeling of identity of being a nurse or being a, a tech or being a doctor. And so, on. I'm not here to correct that. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm, saying, I'm just saying that that is one of the aspects. Of being a living being and working in a relative uh, materialistic world of success and failure, right and wrong, up and down, life and death, etc. So to, now that I've said that, uh, so lots of relative things and they're valid. They're good things to do. So I'm not here to get rid of anything, but uh, compassion, even though it's thrown around a lot, you have to be compassionate and all that. But it's more a lot more about when people say that you have to, you have to. Uh, you know, feel sad for people or be compassionate or treat them, uh, in such a way to help them with their suffering. Uh, and so there, there is a relative aspect to compassion, but compassion, as it is talked, talked about in the Bodhisattva path may not be, uh, particularly having an, an, a, a, an emotional element to it, or it might. It's, it's dependently arisen. You don't get to be the person who's compassionate. If if compassion arises and it can only really arise out of wisdom or perhaps they arise together or maybe one comes up and then the other one, or maybe you can't tell them apart. But it's, it's about just uh, the, the, the vow puts it very simply and uh, very directly be with all things. Someone's suffering, be with them. You may not be able to enter, interrupt the dependent origination that is showing up in their mind stream and at their nerve endings. Uh, they, they, they are there with their particular sovereignty as a living being and going through whatever causes and conditions have, have uh, introduced them into this, uh, this particular realm. So it could be, could be very challenging, but compassion wouldn't necessarily be feeling sorry for them or. Uh, it may have a, uh, an emotional aspect to it, and it may not. <clears throat> it may be experiential, and it may not. I right. mm-hmm. Is there another question in there that someone can read?
5: Here's on buying. It's from Daniel. He says, would you say that compassion arises as choiceless awareness, Bowing?
0: I would say somewhat. Well, it certainly isn't selective. So it's, uh, it's, it's not selecting something. So I would say it's, uh, but it wouldn't necessarily be, there wouldn't be anyone who's aware of it. There, there's no one who's compassionate. So it may be, that doesn't mean that somebody next door or two blocks down or in the next room or down the hall or in the chair next to you doesn't think of you and impute or project onto you that you're compassionate, but you wouldn't necessarily identify as a compassionate per- person. You wouldn't think of yourself and you wouldn't necessarily think that you are having com- uh, choiceless awareness. Uh, choicelessness is a path word. Awareness even is a path word. Compassion is a path word. They're all paths. The, 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 the fundamental uh, realization is in. It can't be described without going back into into relative truth. The same way when we're when we see the chasm ahead of us, to come back into a self centeredness or out of some kind of fear of the unknown or fear fear of emptiness. So I say the way you're. So it's beyond, he says. Uh, does he say so it's beyond the path i think that's what he says yes it says so, so it is beyond the path yeah, that that would be a way of pointing to it as soon as you point to it it becomes relative so it's still it's still there there can't be a conclusion there if there's a conclusion then there was something else so uh the way the way in which you're asking about it sounds like you might know by, quite a bit about this <laughs> Katie just left. Daniel said, "Ha." <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: June Bowing. yes. Another question from Terry. Certainly. Is it opening when we don't know?
0: Yeah. If it doesn't. If it not If it isn't a credential. If we don't, if we don't abandon the not knowing for some kind of idea about the not knowing, I must be getting somewhere. I'm doing so much not knowing. More about that if you have it. That's that's not a bad area for some questions. Oh, uh, uh, Terry. a
3: question from Scott Brown. Scott, does zazen help alleviate intense suffering?
0: It may and it may not. What it will do uh, if done uh, in a strong way uh, with the guidance of a teacher, with the support of the teaching and with the, the company uh, Kalyanamitra of the spiritual friends uh, community, then it can. But there, but uh, I would also also have to say, you might have to go through a lot of difficult passages uh, before the the alleviation of that might might show up. And sometimes that alleviation uh, uh, the, the, sometimes that suffering never goes away. It, but what goes away is uh, someone who is concerned about whether they're suffering or not. the The actual identity of the sufferer has has a has returned to its true nature, which is not much. So suffering still, may, may if there's still a body-mind complex going on, a living form, then that person, if that person is functioning as a um, as a teacher, then they would relate to people who showed up as students.
5: Michael Bowling. Yes, sir. Like um, when suffering arises for me, a lot of it is concern. So how can there be suffering without any concern? Or how are you using the word suffering then?
0: I'm using it very directly, and if there's no one suffering, there's then suffering is dependently arisen, and you can't get can't get rid of your karma. You can't get rid of dependent origination Uh, as long as there's this living form we call a human being. But the identity that is unreal, called me, me and my stuff, my ideas, my feelings, my opinions. My success, my failure, my awakening, my lack of awakening, my teacher, my dharma, my community, that individual, uh, is seen through. And, but the suffering still may come and go. You may still get flat tires. You may still get a headache. You may still have, uh, what's commonly called depression. The situation there is, though, without the practice, those, those, uh, become reasons to tell you why you're not awake uh, because you couldn't be because you otherwise you wouldn't be suffering come on Michael you can take take me deeper into that let's root it out
5: Michael Belling, I'm too lost in my own concern of how I would show up to think of a better question or to
0: listen yeah well, what you just said is the beginning of wisdom it's not the end of it it's not the middle of it but it's the beginning of it so just don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. I mean don't 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 re uh, reprocess or or reheal those shoes. Don't put new treads on those tires. Let them wear out. They may wear out, they may just suddenly vanish. They may show up with great intensity and brilliant colors. Not impressed. Ian Bowling. Go ahead, Ian.
5: Uh, do we have free will? Um, what do you mean by that? Do we have the ability to choose specific actions over others?
0: It's very limited, but yes. Like you can you can choose to have a cup of tea or have a cup of coffee or not to have not have anything. So you have that kind of, this is what makes us think as living forms as a human being that we have more say so, but you do not have, uh, uh, the ability at least right now to determine the amount of acid in your stomach just by deciding it, unless you use some kind of control method. And you do not have the ability to just, uh, Make your heart start stop start beating again if you have a heart attack. Particularly, I'm not saying there aren't people that might not be might be able to do that. So there's some, but it's it's a very like I sometimes say, if you were suddenly put in charge of everything happening in your body and you had total free will, total control, you'd be dead in ten minutes because you don't know how to control your body temperature. I mean, you you know, we would we would keel over, and that's that's the a pretty strong maritime image there.
5: Bowing. Uh, what's the relationship between
0: free will then and dependent origination? Yeah, the the, the free will that we have is dependently arisen rather than I get to do that or I don't want to do that, but I'll do this. Well, why don't you do this instead of that? Well you know you're right. I think I will do this. That is also dependently arisen, but there is an imputation or a belief that there's some kind of uh, being or separate center uh, in the consciousness that is functioning to make these hands move or make this these vocal cords work, and there, there is no solid being there. So the dependent origination is is part of the whole thing. It's part of the whole display of, uh, and some people have had a great time with about with this without even really being completely sure of what they were doing. Uh, Shakespeare was one of them. Just an amazing ability to understand the structures of things and, and use those to uh, uh, be a, an artist.
5: Ian Bowing. Yes, sir. I, I feel very stuck and confused on the idea of free will without there being a self. Um, yeah.
0: So ask me another question. I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. Um, so what is it that's stuck? What what's stuck? What is there someone stuck?
5: Who who is who is free and willful? If there's if there's no one there.
0: It's just the illusion, it's the illusion of freedom. Uh, actually, actually, there is no freedom and there's no prison. There are no bars. There are no chains. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a big lie.
5: Ian Bowling, is the illusion of freedom helpful on the path?
0: Yes, because you, that's something you see is uh, untrue. At the same time, it's a, uh, uh, it's described in another way is uh, it's, uh, awakening is described as freedom because you're, you're free from the chains in the, in the, of your, your uh, illusions, your, that whole contraption of I like it, I don't like it, it's good, it's bad, it should be, it shouldn't be, they shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that, they shouldn't have done that. Um, it's the constant chatter of the mind about, about, about this and about that, just little mini conversations going all the time. You, you free yourself from that by seeing the relative nature of that, simply put, and you no longer contribute to it by or fuel it by pushing on it. I don't like it. Pulling on it. I want more of it or shutting down. I don't want to look at that anymore. That's too difficult or painful. I'm just going to think of something else. I will distract myself. I'll go bowling. I'll drink beer. I'll do something else to keep that from happening. I'll take painkillers. And I'm not against drinking beer or taking painkillers. I'm just saying it's about awareness. So you have some, some uh, free will, but fundamentally, that's there isn't anyone. So there's no one to have free will. So then, if you take it the other direction, uh, a fundamental freedom is to is to see that there never was a prison, there never was a jail. You're so not in jail that you're not concerned about any outcome anymore. But you don't miss the outcome you see what's happening very clearly because you don't have agendas about things. So therefore you see the way people function and it can be very difficult to be around people who are torturing themselves and others with their confusion. I'm not saying there's anyone here that's doing that, but the world is full of that. What's everywhere. People just not only the only way they can get out of their own distress is to completely make other people around them miserable. We see it. We have big examples of that. What can we do about that? What do I say? You're gonna been listening to me enough, you know what I'm gonna say. Train your mind. That's that 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 cliff has already all the rocks, if you if every one of the things that are ha- happening was that it was taken as a, a chunk of granite, it's already left the cliff. It's falling. I don't go out and get in the way of those rocks. That's dependent origination in its most uh, muscle bound form. It's called what politics, society, western culture insane craziness for centuries and centuries from the Peloponnesian Wars uh, to right up to um, modern day conflicts and wars. But you can train your mind and you're actually not separate from all that big mess. But the only way you can really do anything about it is is to find out what the basic misunderstanding is in you or in me or in us. And it's, there is no solid being here. And that won't that won't be a conclusion. If it's a conclusion, you got work to do. If you think you've attained enlightenment, probably not. But if you're really convinced of it, come and see me. I'd love to hear your. I'd love you to come and share it with me. And I'm not a, I'm not some kind of a, a guy who's going to test your realization. I'm not talking about seventh century Japan or China.
5: Ian Bowling. I am thoroughly confused now. Thank you. <laughs> well,
0: then I've done my job, haven't I? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: okay, well, if there's a one final uh, um, impossible existential question that there is no answer to. Gyume, don't you have some kind of question? Me, I mean, geez, nothing at all.
5: You've been dying for a question for me for months now.
0: I know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll wait. You'll you'll come back, you'll think of something eventually. The last time I asked you that was a couple months ago, and I remember vividly what you said. You said no. <laughs>
1: sure i can come up with something you can't answer but i haven't come up with it
0: yet okay well when you do make sure it's on display so everybody can see me fail i want that i want to fail okay we'll dedicate David. the dedicate the merit daniel says uh, thank you my dear sir and thank you to you daniel so lovely to have you join us Uh, over and over again and also everyone else that's joining us thank you so much and thanks to my old friend john roadhouse who's also joining us who's uh, uh we've been friends for i don't know half a century something like that so now we're going to do this part
3: penetrate in into all places so that we in every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. ji san chi chi cha the ten directions, of three worlds, all the gods, all the ones. <laughs> police officers, the great priest, the
1: apparition.
3: Over of there's the police and the ten directions and the three times. Please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Soka Gyoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering. Until...